0: Hello and welcome back to Freedom Machines with Freddie Dobbs. You join me this week from Monica's flat in Ipswich because Monica and I are currently in between properties. So the Belvedere flat where we've lived for the past seven years has now been completely vacated. It took us ages to move out all of our stuff. I thought it would be done in about three trips, but it ended up being about six trips. And when you've got a fiat 500 and you're trying to relocate every single item you own 80 miles to the coast it takes a lot longer than you may think or maybe a lot longer than i thought maybe we're being a bit naive thinking we could do it so quickly but finally done everything cleaned out moved out two days ago the tenant has just moved in today or he's moving in as we speak and of course He called me up to say, Freddie, where's the car parking permit? And I left it in the Fiat, so it's currently 80 miles away from him. So I'll have to send that in the post today so I don't have an angry tenant. And we are now into the final three days of being in the UK before we head off to Tenerife. I've still got, I've done almost everything, but I've still got to fix the trailer because the last time we used the trailer, The ramp to get the motorbike on the trailer snapped off in Wales in December in the pouring rain and I haven't bothered fixing it. It's since then been left in Monica's mum's allotment to rot. I just had a look at it a couple of days ago, one of the tyres has perished, I need to fix the ramp, it looks ropey and I'm actually dreading it a bit, getting it ready and I've left it last minute to get it ready so, hmm, I'm not exactly freaking out but I'm close to freaking out as to how we're going to get the Bonneville on the trailer so that's the final hurdle to get through before we head off but let me move on because right now as we speak I am in possession of a Harley Davidson Road King Special 2021 model with one and a half thousand miles on the clock and I'm going to say something here I'm a Harley guy. It's, do you know what, it's taken me a while to kind of just realise and appreciate it, but after having this Road King now for about four days and doing around 200 miles on it, I can say with absolute confidence I am no question a Harley guy. That feeling of having it, so for example, yesterday Monica and I went to the coast and today we both jumped on the Harley and we rode to... The marina in ipswich just beautiful weather blue skies warm the most relaxing ride over to the marina park the bike up at a coffee shop sitting on the marina literally one meter away from the water you've got all of the yachts and the beautiful boats around and just looking admiring the bike and i thought to myself well i didn't think to myself i said to monica that bike that bike is me there's something about harleys i just i completely get it and it is definitely a life goal of mine to own a Harley. I, I really just love everything about them. And I'm trying to figure out, and I will figure out within the next few days. If it were my own hard-earned money, would I go for a big Harley-Davidson cruiser like the Road King Special or would I go for the Indian Vintage Dark Horse which I tested a couple of months ago and that's a really important comparison for me because I'm genuinely considering, I don't have the money at the moment, but I would love to buy one of those bikes and which one would I choose? In fact, actually, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Let me, because I'm so keen on this, I wanted to see Let's get this up here, harleydavidson.com. How much is it going to cost me if I want to buy a Road King special? And Harley Davidson are very good. If you go onto the Harley Davidson website, they've got their own finance calculator and it's, it's really nice and easy to use and it's quite fun and also extremely dangerous. So let's have a look at this. Personalize your quote, deposit. Well, I've got no money at the moment, so let's say zero deposit, annual mileage, on 4,000 at the moment and I will be doing uh, at least 8,000. Let's say 8,000, I should really put 10,000 but I know that that will make it a bit more expensive. Let's say 8,000 and let's say three years. Okay, what are we going to get coming up? Here we go. Okay, you can either, either do a higher purchase which I think means that you give the bike back That may mean that you give the bike back at the end. I want the one where I own the bike, so I'll go for Harley Own. On the road price, £22,345. Zero pounds deposit. Monthly payments here. Okay, monthly payments are... Oh no, I tell you what. Actually, I'll do this first. Harley Own. Monthly payments are £432. Okay, but at the end of that, at the end of the three years, so listen to this. Zero deposit. £432 a month for three years and then if you want to buy the motorbike after that at the end of the three years you have an £11,000 final payment. However, However, if you want to just do a standard higher purchase I've just figured out what this is while I'm talking higher purchase where you just pay an even amount every single month with no balloon payment you still own the bike at the end of the three years but you don't have that huge balloon payment if you want to do that zero pound deposit six hundred and ninety six pounds a month with just a final repayment being the six hundred and ninety six pounds again and that's a twenty five thousand pound so you you will basically pay three pounds over list price for that oh it's a lot of money it's a lot of money i tell you what i'm going to do let me just tell you because i'm so keen on this bike let's have a look what i can get what can i get as a used harley davidson road king they came out in 1994 the road kings but and and i would be i would have no issue getting a 1994 model but I kind of now, I just like bikes with, at least with electronic fuel injection because carbs, they can be a hassle. I know they've got the character, but I just they're just not for me because I can't be bothered with it. So let's see if I can find a Harley Road King. So let's press that. Uh, and also you've got all these new things with emissions and stuff like that. So if I can, I always try and keep it with, within 10 years probably 2008 to 2010 onwards otherwise uh, I don't want to get stung with London congestion charges and stuff like that so you can get you can get 1994 road king for seven and a half k. that's great that's good but I want a 2010 minimum okay what do we get for 2010 minimum not much God, this is the problem with Harleys. Road, okay, here we go. Look at this. Look, they're a 22K bike, but but if you want a 2011 one, which looks really good, that'll tick all the boxes. 11,000 miles, 12,000 pounds. I mean, it's it's almost half price, but still that's a lot of money, isn't it? 12,000 pounds. They look absolutely stunning. Okay, 12K. Basically, I would need a big loan. Okay, let's move on. I, don't have that money yet okay i'll move on Uh, i had an interesting message a few days ago and this is about the royal enfield interceptors because it's a bike that came out i think about three years ago and someone said uh, he messaged me and he said "Freddie, keep an eye out for interceptors because They're now becoming available as the original three-year PCP loan deals will be coming to an end. So, especially in the UK now, the gigantically vast majority of people in the UK, and it's probably the same in most countries, buy their cars and motorbikes on finance. Very few people will go out there and just spend 10K, 20K, whatever cash. They will do it on finance because no one wants to take that bigger hit. And he, and basically, they're often three-year terms, these finance deals. And at the end of these three-year terms, people will often, as part of the loan deal or purely as a loan, people will give that bike back because they didn't actually own the bike, but they, they loaned it for three years. So they'll all be coming to an end now. So there's a very good chance you're going to start getting an influx of Royal Enfield Interceptors flooding onto the market within the next few months. And that is, of course, assuming people want to sell them. Because they are a superb bike so maybe they won't but keep an eye out for that because the interceptor now is hitting that three-year mark and you get those loan deals coming to an end and carrying on with royal enfield because and this excited me now royal enfield i think they have the bullet and the classics and things and i think they have a 500cc engine but they've just announced. That there's going to be an all-new Royal Enfield Classic 350, and someone kindly went into a Royal Enfield dealership in the UK and they asked them when is this coming out in the UK? Because I think it's out in India now, but in the UK it's coming out Feb 2022, and it will use the exact same engine as the Royal Enfield Meteor. And I've ridden the old Bullet 500. Oh, that's just a seriously good, feel-good bike, and. I just had so much fun riding that you know if this bike comes in let's say if it can come in at under four thousand eight hundred pounds for the new royal enfield classic 350 under 4.8 k that that will be a seriously good buy and just incredible fun incredible fun and i move on to cars because i often say that there are a lot of similarities with with cars and motorbikes in that what do you need to look out for in order for it to be classic? And it kind of follows on from, I think, what I was saying in the last week podcast or the one before. Because I was reading an article about future classic cars. And of course, it was, it was full of the likes of Ferraris and Lamborghinis and stuff. And also stuff like the Fiat Coupe Turbo and the Alfa Romeo GTV. And they're absolute bang on future classics but listen to this okay so there's the ford focus mark 1 is touted as one of the future classics to invest in now certain unexceptional heavy lifters and i'm quoting here certain unexceptional heavy lifters have real enduring appeal and this is like the bandits that i was talking about you got to find that magic that magic car or bike so basically if a vehicle is a game changer within the industry there's a great chance of it being a classic think of the mini cooper think of the fiat 500 these unexceptional vehicles that completely change the game so you've got the, the Fiat 500. That was a stunning package built into an incredibly small wheelbase of a car. The Mini, it What did the Mini do? Why is that an unexceptional car that changed the game? Well, it's unexceptional in that there's nothing, there's nothing special about it. And it changed the game because it's classless. It's a car that you could have been... You could have been any pop star and owned a mini or you could have been a working class mum struggling to pay the bills and also buy that car it crossed it crossed it like it just crossed every single class it was a desirable car that was genuinely affordable and that's what I was talking about with the bandit last week it was especially in 1200 form it was one of the original naked beasts whereas before you'd have to buy these massive sports bikes suzuki came along with a 1200 bandit you know these bikes are these bikes these vehicles they're game changing you've got to find something that changed the game within the industry and they will be as close as you can get to a bang on classic and i got that information well the information about the mark one ford fiesta from Motoringresearch.com. and i had an interesting another interesting message here an interesting email come through just talking about used bike prices and and things like that and also high mileage bikes and we all know that there's been this problem with semiconductor chips and stuff and it's a massive problem within the car and motorcycle industry they literally cannot build their bikes at the moment they're getting huge backlogs of orders and I found this email quite interesting I think Uh, let's have a look here it's just off the top of my head it's my memory's so bad I think it's from a German rider or at least a a rider who lives in Germany so listen to this it's interesting as always if you send me a message or an email chances are I may well read it out if I find it uh, relevant to a podcast but I'll keep it all anonymous so please do send in any interesting stuff because I love reading it listen to this i'm quoting here you mention that there's no bmw gs 1200 or 1250 in the huge motorcycle mileage bracket 100k plus um having having just tried to purchase a secondhand bmw gs i can testify that there is not much for sale at the moment i did manage to purchase a nice 2018 model last week the bmw dealer who I would normally purchase from, said there's a short supply of good second-hand bikes and just had little to offer at present. There were only two new BMW GSs available. I think things are in short supply because people know that next year is going to be crunch time in terms of bikes. The dealer mentioned that after flooding in Germany, ah, so maybe not a German rider, but just talking about the flooding in Germany. Apologies the dealer mentioned that after flooding in germany there are component shortages not to mention the chip shortages which are causing problems for most manufacturers the triumph dealer i bought the gs from said that triumph had unfinished bikes due to component shortages so in a nutshell it makes sense to hang on to your bike if a replacement is hard to find perhaps this explains the uh, the missing gs's in the 100k plus kilometer category Thank you so much for sending that in. Um, I found that really interesting, quite eye-opening actually. That's really good and that moves me on perfectly. Absolutely perfectly. Two, a lot of interesting information. Basically I've collated everyone. This actually went out to quite a few thousand bikers where I said, I want to know the highest mileage bike you own or that you've come across. And I've put into beautiful order the top 15. And this is real food for thought here because, listen to this, within the top 15 highest mileage motorbikes that you've very kindly sent in to me, there is one Italian bike, two American bikes, both Harley Davidsons, two British bikes, Six, actually, four German bikes. And can you guess what number one is from nationality? Absolutely no surprise, Japanese bikes. Six out of the top 15 motorbikes are Japanese. And I've got some interesting findings here, but before I go into my thoughts on this, have a listen to this, okay. Number 15, the 15th, well, this is top 15, so here we go and I've put everything into kilometers so I've translated any miles into kilometers to make it relative. So Harley-Davidson 883 Sportster from 1991, 128,000 kilometers. Harley-Davidson Glide with 129,000 kilometers from 2001. Honda CB500 from 1982, 132,000 kilometers the Italian, a Benelli TRK 502, with 150,000 kilometres on a on a Benelli. Do you know the interesting thing is, this is the only Italian bike in there, but I was amazed, really amazed, at how many Benellis. So I was really respectable mileage it may there may only be one in the top 15 but i got a good handful of Benelli's with around about the 100,000 kilometer mark on the clock that only just missed out on the top 15 we carry on honda Goldwing, not from 1991 180,000 kilometers bmw r850r from 1996 189,000 kilometers and we are well into the ridiculous mileage now. Listen to this as a surprise: a Norton Commando with 193,000 kilometers on the clock. Who would have guessed that? Triumph Bonneville. We get one triumph in there, just one, from 2002 with 200,000 kilometers. Honda Pan European, 1,300 cc engine, 200,000 kilometers. BMW GS. From 1994, with 200,000 kilometers. Number five, top five here, Yamaha XS11 with 224,000 kilometers in it, and it's ridden around Australia a few times. That it's just—it's just getting ridiculous now. The mileage. Kawasaki GT550 with 175,000 miles, which equates to 281 kilometers and the top three, Honda Hornet, 400,000 kilometers. Number two, BMW K1600 with 444,000 kilometers, and number one, BMW K75 in Australia, used as a courier bike, 1.26 million kilometers, and I have seen proof to back that up. Okay, that's the top 15. Okay, here's what I find interesting and this is moving on perfectly from the BMW GS owner where I just read out the email that he sent me because when I first discussed this, I think last week on the podcast, I was shocked that there were no BMWs in the list because BMWs, especially the GSs, are made for really high mileage journeys. So I was really happy and just genuinely interested to see how well the germans performed because the germans got four out of the top 15 spots and while that is interesting here's the really interesting thing they got four out of the top 10 and here's something even more interesting they got three out of the top six highest mileage bikes and they also got the top two highest mileage positions by some distance. So I've got a newfound appreciation for BMW build quality. See, I often think that with BMWs, especially with the cars, look, they're nicely made, fine, they're well screwed together, but they do not have a good reputation for reliability necessarily, the BMWs, maybe, maybe the cars specifically, they, they are very costly to maintain and they're not super reliable. But this with the BMW motorbikes has opened my eyes massively. I'm sure they're expensive to maintain, but wow, they are seriously well engineered and incredibly well put together because I did some more research on this with BMW motorbikes because I thought this is just, this is the most eye-opening thing I've seen from the top 15. How many high mileage BMWs there are, it's really impressive how good the build quality is. So, and I'll see if I can find this, let's have a look. I went on to, let's see if I can find it. I went on to a couple of forums, just to have a look at at what people are saying, basically about these high mileage BMWs. And I won't read too much of it out, but I went on to a couple of forums and this is about the BMW K75s, just as an example. Um, so here we go. I'm just reading a few quotes here uh, from people on this forum. I got ambushed by a guy who has a K75, reckons he's done 560,000 kilometres. I've also heard of bikes in Europe that have supposedly done 800,000 kilometres. The highest I've verified is 300,000 kilometres. I've heard of a German gentleman who managed to do over a million kilometres on the original drive line. Uh, Mine has a hundred. Okay, mine has a hundred and eighty-three thousand miles on the clock. The only, the only non-routine maintenance I've done was a bent shift fork and bad shift drum around a hundred thousand miles. I could go on and on. Uh, I've got three hundred eighty-three thousand kilometers showing on mine at the moment. Not all by me, and it's in kilometers. Uh, But I read an article about German man who's done a million. Yada 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 this is this is hugely impressive from BMW I I think that's enough proof in my mind that they build motorbikes to last they build absolutely supreme quality and I genuinely do have a newfound respect for BMW motorbikes just first class longevity there and I'll move on because a friend of mine sent over sent over a motorbike that i wouldn't necessarily have considered before and that is and i'll see if i can find it now he sent over a beautiful kind of custom style bike and it was a honda goldwing and you may not consider that but if you go on to probably the best place to go onto is is ebay Honda Goldwings actually turn into incredibly good looking bikes. They they're nice looking bikes as it is, but when they're stripped back, they turn into some seriously cool looking bikes. I'm going to have a look now at some of them. And again they they're so nice I'd, I'd even consider one. They're old. Let's have a look at this. Honda Goldwing GL1000. Honda Goldwing GL1000. Beautiful bike, completely naked. No fairings on it at all. In fact, maybe that's just how they came. Maybe they never had fairings when they're older. Such a great looking bike that I'd never consider. 1978. And that is. <sighs> It's a really nice bike that 1978 for 3650 pounds for Goldwing. beautiful looking bike and a thousand cc engine but if you want a good looking a uh, good condition one here we go stunningly good looking bikes stunning 1977 honda Goldwing gl 1000 standard bike so actually you don't even need to strip them back i didn't realize this the gold rings were naked bikes when they first came out they didn't have all these fairings but imagine that thousand cc bike from 1977. Looks absolutely beautiful. You know, it wouldn't look out of place anywhere, that. You could take that Distinguished Gentleman's Ride, that would stand up, it's every bit as good looking as any any modern classic from today's, from today's era. Um, and this one, if you want a really nice example, matching numbers, and listen to this. Wow. It says it's MOT which in the UK is our annual check that you have to get on motorbikes. And it says it's MOT exempt, and it's also tax exempt. So it's old enough where you don't need to pay any tax at all. And I think with that, if bikes and cars are built before a certain time, it means that you also don't need to pay any congestion charge in London because it's a certified classic vehicle. Yet it's listed as historic on the V5 logbook. So... If you're after a slightly left-field bike, this is not only a cool-looking bike, not cool, affordable, no tax to pay, no MOT to sort out, and I think, and you would have to double-check this, I think it's even so old that you can ride into London and not pay congestion charge, so that's that's basically so old it solves all of the problems you don't need to worry about any of that have a look at those thirty-five thousand miles on the clock honda gold ring from 1977 best place to look for classic bikes not auto trader but go on to ebay and that's where you'll find them that's a really good looking one and the final thing for this week's podcast my newfound love of bmw motorbikes this do you know, what, I'm going to do something really fitting here and give you a bit of food for thought because I. Okay, what I did, eighty thousand miles plus into Auto Trader. I'm not messing about. Sixty thousand miles plus. I want. I want the real heavy hitters here. Eighty thousand miles plus. And just. I mean, this is just ridiculous. You've got here Honda, Yamaha, BMW GS, BMW K1300, BMW R. BMW GS. This is insane, BMW GS. It's like over half of the 80K plus bikes on Auto Trader right now are BMWs. I even feel bad for ever, ever thinking that BMW don't build bikes to last. That is, okay, here goes. Let me give you one. Let me give you food for thought. Here we go. Okay, so. I'm going right out there here bmw gs 1150 from the year 2000 95 horsepower it's in yellow it's a very handsome looking bike great looking comfortable seat chunky off-road tires looks brilliant 3495 pounds it looks absolutely immaculate i really do mean that it is so clean would you like to know the mileage? I say, as I've lost the mileage. Okay, let me go back. This is awkward, I've now lost the mileage. Okay, here we go, the mileage. 101,000 miles. And for all you non-Brits listening, let me put that into kilometers for you. 162,000 kilometers. BMW GS currently for sale. It is, where is it? 110 miles from London. And let me read about this because they say here, you must read the advert. Okay. So full service history, no ABS, Olin shocks, Remus exhaust plus originals. It's got three seats. If you need some extras, front engine guard, full BMW luggage. Okay. Look at this. Here we go. You got to go out and buy this. I would almost consider buying this just for the mileage. I want to see how much mileage you can get out of it. We know they can do big mileage. So we know that 100K is fine on the BMWs. Comes with full BMW luggage system with a full MOT, so full years check done. They can even deliver it for you. I would never, ever before have considered a GS, but now I'm genuinely considering it. Okay, that's it. I'll leave it there. Next time I speak to you will be from Tenerife and I'll be looking out to the ocean. So thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast. Please do have a brilliant week and I'll see you or speak to you next week.